Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Let me say that I have put all my notes that I've been sending to you guys up on a website, uh, a Dropbox link that I gave to Colby. And she said she would include it always now from now. So if you know anyone who wants the notes and didn't get on my list to get them, now they are on that uh, website there. They are actually all up there. So, uh, and the recordings are doing pretty well. I downloaded a bunch of them this morning. Uh, I don't know if they're quite all up to date. I didn't have a chance to listen to them, but uh, I think they're in pretty good shape. So you might want to check and see, but I, I believe they are. Anyway, just a couple funny things while we get started. Uh, I was just clowning around today. I was thinking about the song Let It Be, you know, by the Beatles. And what I was thinking of is in Latin, that song just doesn't work too well because in Latin to say let it be, you say one word, and that is the word sit, S-I-T. So can you imagine trying to sing let it be and like, I, I and I wish I had known how to do this in high school. We could have had a great time, but because that's when that song was out. But you could say, you know, uh, Ubi may, um, Ubi may ad venio in, in rebus difficilimus, mater mary ad may wain it, decanes where besopienti I sit, <laughs> sit. Oh, come sit. on, funny. Sit. <laughs> sit, sit, decanes where besapienti I sit, <laughs> sit. It just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. But I thought it was kind of kind of funny. I should write that down and and uh, and give that to you guys. So you you should record it. Put it on YouTube. I probably should because I don't think it's <laughs> I never saw a translation of that before. So, yeah, I probably should. Uh, now, you could also another way of saying let it be, which is probably. Well, it means something slightly different, and that is the word fiat, you know, like the car called a fiat. Um, that really means let it be done. And I always picture some Italian guy sitting in his laboratory saying i want a card it's a little small card it has a, a, motor, a very good gas mileage and a little small car and somebody says fiat let it be done and they make it you know uh, so that may be how they got the name of the car fiat i don't know my sister had one it was the lousiest car i ever saw but anyway that's another story um uh, anyway, so fiat, you could you could say, you know, I guess you could fiat. say decanes where basapi and ti fiat. Fiat still doesn't work too well, but uh, you could do fiat. it. You could, you could do that. Fiat, fiat, fiat. Yeah, you could do it. You could do it. It, it would work maybe maybe better than sit. <laughs> anyway, anyway, just just a little fun uh, with uh, with Latin. Um, and another thing I was thinking about with Latin is spelling. We all have, well, at least, I don't know about all of us. I have trouble with spelling in English. And if you know the conjugation of a verb, for example, if you know whether it's a first conjugation verb or, say, a second, third, or fourth conjugation verb, you know whether it's in the word with A-N-T or E-N-T. For example, superintendent, you know. Does that end in A-N-T or E-N-T? Well, if you know that intendo is a third conjugation verb, then you know it's E-N-T. Oh. Tenant, you know, in an apartment, a tenant, the person that holds, that's renting an apartment. Is that A-N-T or E-N-T? A-N-T. I think it's E-N-T. I oh. hope. I hope it is because, uh, let me just see. How do you spell the word Tenant. Oh, Moosey, you get an A for the day. Yeah, right. I know. But I know my that, A. That disobeys my rule because my rule would have said it should be ENT because it comes from 10 but that disobeys my rule. So, yes, you get an A for the day. When you prove the teacher wrong, you get an A. Um, now, another word that um, 
that tricks people is the word education. Uh, have any of you ever read the book called Up the Down Staircase? Yes, oh, long time yes. ago. Yeah, That's long true. time. It's a it's a it's a great book. I'd like yeah. to read it again, actually. And I don't know if it's on Bard or not. It used to be. I don't know if it's um, new. Is it was on record it, for long? Yeah, time. it was on record. It was actually read by the author, if yeah. I remember correctly. And there was a movie too, which was, I yeah. saw it. I saw. In fact, when I decided I wanted to be a French teacher, that's when I saw that movie. Right around that time, I remember my dad took me to see it. I mm-hmm. love that. I love the book and I love the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. and I really should yeah. read it again. But one part of that book, uh, the principal, who's sort of a shadowy figure who doesn't do much good. Uh, would come on the PA and tell the students that the word education comes from the Latin word educo, meaning to lead out. <laughs> and the idea was that education led out your best, you know, would bring out the best in you and all. And that's what I thought for years, because I think our Latin teacher told me that too. However, it's totally wrong. Education comes from the word educo, educare, first conjugation, Ah. which you can tell because it's E-D-U-C-A-T-E, not E-D-U-C-E-T-E. And it it comes from a word that means to bring up, that is to, you know, to raise, to bring up like from infancy. It has nothing to do with leading out your best qualities. Hmm. So that would tell me that education should be bringing someone up and teaching them what you want them to know, not necessarily leading out their best qualities, however great a thing that sounds like it might be. No, in the hmm. second version of the Bible, um, when you get to Proverbs 22, would it be the verb they use for train up a child? Probably. I can check that. Well, can I? Do I have a Latin Bible? It's a very good question. I'll try to find that out. Uh, I'll try to find that out because uh, that's that's an excellent question. Uh I would suspect that they do use that verb. There's another verb to train, which they sometimes use exerceo, but I think they probably use educo. I would I would believe they would use educo. By the way, the Latin Bible is a rather um, if you're going to read some Latin, the Latin Bible is pretty easy. It's called the Vulgate, isn't it? The Vulgate? Well, that's one version. That's the most common version. That's the version that most people know about. That's the version that the Catholic Bible comes from. But there are other Latin Bibles that you don't know quite as much about that I don't know much about. Uh, The Vulgate's the one that I know the best. And you know why it's called the Vulgate? For the people. For the people. It's, it's written for the people. Bible. That's right. Written for the, the common people. Latin. Yeah. Right. And it's written. Do you remember who did it? Who translated it? St. Jerome. Mm-hmm. St. Jerome. Remember, he's the guy that used to have dreams. He used to have nightmares that God would appear to him and say, Jerome, you're not a Christian. You're a Ciceronian. He'd say, no, 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 I'm a Christian. No, Jerome, you're a Ciceronian. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know anyway, but yes, that's, uh, but the Bible, if you get a, if you ever look at something in the Bible in Latin, uh, it's not too hard. There's a very good book put out, by the way, if you ever want to see some, some interesting Latin books, there's a company called Balshazi Carducci, (laughs) which is out of uh, Chicago, I think, or Illinois. And they will, what they will do, if you buy any print book they have, they will give you the PDF file, which means for us, that's like getting a book. You know, you can if you have a Braille display or something, you can read it right on the book. And they have a they have a good uh, they have a version of uh, Mark's Gospel uh, in uh, with with facing vocabulary and footnotes and all that stuff uh, in there, which is real really pretty easy to read, pretty easy Latin. Um, so. Anyway, very good. All right. Uh, I think I finished all my announcements. Principal parts of the new verbs we just had. What's that verb we had meaning to give? Do you remember? We've had two verbs meaning to give. Do dare. Do dare. Yes. What are the principal parts of do dare? Do dare. Davi. Gottes. You just did a, what did Carla call it last week? A 
uh, analogy. You, yeah, yeah. What's that called? Um, creative analogy. Creative <laughs> analogy. You just did a creative analogy. Oh. It's do dare dedi datus. It's irregular, but you can bet your bottom dollar that a lot of little Roman kids were going around going dawi <laughs> instead of dedi. You can bet your bottom dollar they did. Uh, yeah, so it's do dare dedi datus. It's one of the few irregular first conjugation verbs. Okay. One of the few. Now, what's that verb we had meaning to say? Uh, deco, decree, yep. dixie, dictus. Dicto, decore, dixie, dictus. And that's where you get uh, desir, dictate, all that. All right. What about that verb we had, which means to go? And we really don't know this verb very well. Hmm. What's the verb to go in Spanish? Um, ir. Ir. Eo. Okay. So in Spanish, in Latin, it's eo ire. Uh, and what's yeah. what are the principal parts? Eo ire e what? E e e e or e we. You can do it two ways. E we or e e. E we. Either way. Yeah. Okay. What about that weird verb meaning to bring or to carry? Pharaoh ferry to Lilatus. Pharaoh ferry to Lilatus. Right. And, and I'm sure uh, you guys that. Romans uh, did a lot of creative uh, analogies on that one. And what they think actually happened with that verb, they think that there was a verb, pharaoh, pharaoh, fairy, fertus or something, and another verb, tulo, tulere, tuli, tultus or something, and that one was used much more often in the present and tuli was used much uh, more often in the perfect, and the uh, other forms were just lost. Huh. They just dropped out. That's what they think actually happened. Who knows? You know, who really knows? What's the verb we had meaning to throw? Yakio. Yep. Yakio. What are its principal parts? Yakio. Yakare. Yep. Yakio. Yakare. Yaki. 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 And yaktus. Yaktus. The reason you were thinking yiki is that in compounds of this verb it does for example pro pro yikio pro yikare pro yik pro no that's pro yiki too i think i think sometimes in compounds it becomes ik though and that's what you were thinking now what about that the dais cast there's a, a latin thing for the dais cast i think it yeah means it. uh yes now that word yeah it's same word uh da alia yakta est Alia yakta est. Yes, mm. that's exactly right. What's that verb meaning to wash? Lawo. Lava. Lawi. Lautus. Lautus or lotus. lotus uh, you yeah. see one, you see one, you see the other. But you get the word lava from it. Uh, lavatory. A lavatory is a place you go to wash, uh -huh. among other things. Uh-huh. Uh, I used to get terribly mixed up when I was a kid about lavatory and laboratory. And I had a terrible time keeping those words straight. Anyway, uh, it wasn't until I took Latin that I think I really understood, you know, why. All right. What's the word to want, to be willing or to want? Rollo. You don't know it well. What are the principal parts of it? Wolo, welly, wolu. Yeah, wolu, wolo, welle, wolui, wolo, welle, wolui. And if you know that one, you might know nolo, nole, nolui, which means not to want or to be unwilling. All right, what about the verb meaning to be? Zoom, mm. esse, fui, futurus. Yep, zoom, esse, fui, futurus. Uh, very good. And what about the verb to be able to? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, posum? Yep. Posum. What are its principal parts? Posum, posum, potui. That's it. Posum, pose, potui. And nothing else. Huh. All right. What about that verb to laugh? You don't know this word too well. Rideo. 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 And then it would be ridere. 
Ridere with a long E-R-E. Risi and Risus. Risus. Rideo, Ridere, Risi, Risus. And what about the word to come? To come. Venio, 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 Venire, and then oh, that, that's weird. And then um, Wayne, and it would be like Wayne, right? Yep. Wayneo, Venire, Wayne, Venturus, and Venturus, where you get like venture. Looks almost like the word venture, uh, uh -huh. which is what uh, comes from it. Yeah, very good. All right, any questions on those? That one oh. that was an X extra. Um, oh, extraho, extrahare, extroxy, extractus. That one, it looks like it should have a long A, but it doesn't. Uh, you mean like on the, you mean, should it be extrahare or do you mean the first? Yeah, oh, long E, you mean? It looks like it should, but it doesn't. No, it, it doesn't. Um, it would be, if, if it did, it would be extraheo. It would be yeah, E-O. And, and it means to, to drag, drag out, out to but pull it, out, to extract. That's where we get the word It extract. looks like it's a compound. Of it is. It's know? a compound of X and traho. Traho means to drag. So to drag, that's where you get the word tractor or traction uh -huh. or track or tract. Uh -huh. uh, or well, like we in English, extract or detract or contract, any of those words uh, come from it. Very good. All right, let's look at our little exercise we had to do here, changing present to perfect. And that's a rather hard exercise. And again, next week, I'll give you the answers to it so you can at least uh, see the spelling of it. But number one, is wees, and I told you last week, wees comes from wolo. So it's second person singular of wolo. How would you make the perfect of that? That's right. It'll be totally regular in the perfect. Wolois. Wolu. Well, now what is, what is your second person singular ending in the perfect? Amawi, ama. Tis, tis. Um, no, amawisti. I-S-T-I. So yeah. it's going to be woluisti. Second person singular. The I, it's E-isti. It, emus, istis, errant. E-isti. It, emus, istis, errant. Oh. Is your ending. All right. Now, known waltis. Again, this is from wol. This is from nolo. Known waltis would become. Known. Woluisti. No luistis, because it's plural. No luistis. Oh, that oh, that is. It's tis, yes. No luistis. All right. When it so mad because I had these all written out and they're gone. Not a shame. That's too bad. Well, I've heard of dogs eating homework, but machines. But braille no touch pluses. Jeez, I didn't know they even had teeth. Well, you know what, Carla? I bet you a dollar you'll find them tomorrow. Yeah, where do they go though? Where do they go? Well, I don't know, but you'll find them in a folder or somewhere where you were saving a file last. That's probably what happened. And it put it wherever you were right before you did this exercise. Right. And I, and I spent an hour doing them. I was so mad. I believe you did. I believe. Well, you'll find them. I have no, you're going to, next week, you're going to come on here and say, I found them. <laughs> I'm sure. All right. Number three, when it. When it. Yes. Um, Wane it. In other words, just lay, all you got to do, change it, lengthen the E. When it becomes wane. wane. Uh, all right. When he unt. Same thing. Yep. Except what happens to the I-U-N-T? Yeah. What happens to the I-U-N-T? So when... Winerunt. Winerunt, yeah. to drop the I. Yep. V long E and E R U N T. Yeah, you drop that I and you add I, I S T I, I T, I M U S, I S T I S, E R U N T. So, yes, that I will drop out before E R U N T. It will. All right. What about est? Weak. Fuit. Good. What about sumus? Fuimus. Fuimus, right. I'm getting a Spanish interference problem. <laughs> what about sunt? 
Querent. Querent, good. What about potestis? That's second plural, potestis. by the way. Yeah, potestis. Potestis. What's the third principal part? Potestis. Where, where am I? Um, Posum, pose. Zero four, twenty six, eight, Parkinson's. Potuistus. Yeah, Potuistus. Yeah, potu Potuistus, it would be. Hmm. All right. What about Posunt? Serunt. Potuera. Be careful not to say posuerunt because that's a whole other verb. That would be oh be, yes. That would be they placed. That oh. would be like poner in uh, in Spanish. All right, what about posum? Potui. Potui. Yep, potui. Yep. Very good. What about yaket? Um, um, yaku Yiki. I mean, yes, yakit becomes yakit now, not yakuit. That's one of those creative. Oh, that's right. That's a logical creation that. again. You can bet a dollar though that Roman children did it. You can bet they did. Yeah. All right. What about yakis? Yakis. Um. Yakisti. 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 Yeah. Yakisti. Mm -hmm. Yep. What about yakiant? All I can say is yak to that word. Yakiant. 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 Drop that I. Pharaoh. Tuli. Yep. Tuli. Pharaoh. Um, tulerant. Yep. Yeah, Fertis, that's the second plural. Fertis. Fertis. Um, Tulistis. Yep. Tulistis. Tulistis, because yeah. it's plural. Uh, Ferimus. Tulimus. Yep. Tulimus. Tulimus. Extrahis. Um, extra, 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 Extraximus. Oh, that's right. Timus. With an X. Extraximus. I keep forgetting that C. Okay. Is. Now you have to do this one in two ways. Is. Is is second person singular of A-O. A-O. Yeah. Um. E. Oh, man. E. 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 <laughs> well, ewisti because it's second person. Ewisti or isti. Sometimes they now you could also write eisti, either ewisti, eisti, or isti. Sometimes they will shorten that eisti to isti because it's kind of hard to say eisti. It makes your jaw jump. <laughs> All right, emus. Uh, oh. Um. Eo from Eo. Yep. Eo. Eo. Well, e e mus i i m u s or e we mus e we mus yes. Either one. Try to say e we mus. All right, a unt. E, well, yes. E, e I E R U N T. E errant. E errant. Oh, or yeah. E errant. E errant. Yeah. Right. You don't drop the I that time. Right. And then don't. Don't. 
Todori Devi Dendi. Yeah, I keep getting that. So one. Dedearunt. Dedearunt. And what about dot? Um Dodare. Yes, dead dead. Well, it's it's uh yeah, dead it. D E D I T. Dead it. And Das? Dedis. No. Dedisti. Oh, Dedisti. Yeah, I keep forgetting that Easty. Um, Dicimus. 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 Yeah. Dicit. Dixit. Dixit. Good. And Naro. Narawi. Good. Naratis. Narawistis. Lawant. Lawant. Yes. Good. All right. Very good, you guys. Um, now, I'm not going to do this letter B. You can do this one for next week. It's uh, changing from present to imperfect. You might have to review your imperfect tense. Remember, that's the one that goes bomb, boss, spot. I think we had that one. Uh, couple weeks ago maybe uh so you might want to review yeah you had a chart for that was I that did? in lesson i thought you had like a um you know a, a listing of that was that in 35 or 30? i think it i think it was 30 i think it was 36 if i had to guess i, I should be a couple back and I, I will tell you i will look and tell you when I do the notes, or else I maybe maybe I'll repeat the chart just so you can. Well, have I it. went I went and used a Latin book that I had instead. But oh, did you? What Latin book do you have? Oh, it was it's one of these introduction to Latin books. I have to, I'll have to get you the exact title. Oh, okay. for, I, all right. things from exploratory, you know. Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. All right, very good. Anyway, you can work on that for next week if you want. Now, I thought we would. Uh, spend the rest of this time trying to get this Trojan War wrapped up because next week what we're going to do is we're going to read a story about the founding of Rome. Uh, and so uh, we should see if we can get this Trojan War done. I think we had left off with Latinus. That was the last one we had done under letter A. And you remember we said Latinus was the king of the Latins. Remember, his name means like Mr. Latin. Uh, if you want to say it like that. All right. Uh, Lavinium. I'm going down the left-hand column. <laughs> Actually, we should do the right-hand column in this case first. The right-hand column is Lavinia, and the left-hand column is Lavinium. So let, let's do Lavinia first. Lavinia is a girl's name. Who is she? The columns on a linear device are a trip. I know, they're horrible. I'm trying to find where it starts. What is, uh, by the way, I wonder if any girl today is still named Lavinia. Where's Anna Lavinia? Lavinia? Do you remember Anna Lavinia? Anna Lavinia? Yeah. Novel, and I'm trying to remember which one that it came from. It seemed to me I saw a show on uh, Perry Mason one time where this real mean woman her nick her nickname was Vinny, which I suppose came from Lavinium, Lavinia. But uh, Lavinia was the girl that Aeneas will marry when he gets to Italy. Oh. Her name is Lavinia. And uh, all right. And Lavinium is the name of the city that he founds when he marries Lavinia. He names the city after her. So Carla, if you married a guy and he built a city for you, I might call it Carlatium or something. Who knows? Uh, uh, anyway. Um, Menelaus. Agamemnon's brother. Yes. Agamemnon's brother. What? I went across the column. I didn't mean to do that. Minerva. Um, goddess of the uh, hearth. No. No, that's Vesta. Had another um, name, and I'm yes, racking my did. brains here. Well, it. if you think of the city of Athens, you'll get it right because it's Athena, Athena. Is her Greek name. Athena. 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 And, and she's the goddess of war, wisdom, and weaving. Minerva. And Minerva is the Roman name. Athena is the Greek name. The city of Athens is named after her. 
And the only reason she's in this story is she was one of them that didn't get the golden apple and she was mad about it. Uh, Odyssey. It's a voyage, a long voyage. Yes, it's it's a, it, it's it's two things. It's a long voyage or any kind of long journey that you might make. And it's also the name of a book. Oh, uh, the an Odyssey. epic poem, really. Yeah, technically. It's an epic poem. Yes, it is. Mm. It's mm. the second one in history. Mm. The Iliad being the first. Pallas, not the goddess. In other words, Pallas Athena can be called Pallas. We're not talking about her. You probably don't remember this. We did talk about this. Aeneas was kind of protecting or kind of helping this young man, and Turnus kills him. And that makes Aeneas angry. And so when it comes time to spare Turnus's life, he looks and sees that he's wearing Pallas's sword belt and he won't spare his life and he kills him. So he's a very pivotal character. Uh, Philoctetes, I bet you don't remember that. If I told you he could also be called Old Stinky Foot, would that help you? <laughs> when they were sailing to Troy, he, he had been bitten by a snake right before they left, and his foot got wounded, and the smell of it was so bad that on the ship it was making everybody sick. So they put him off on a desert island, and they just left him there and went to fight the Trojan War, and they might have left him there forever. If it hadn't been for the fact that he had the bow and arrows of Hercules. And when Troy fell, they said that they that they had to be brought to Troy. And so they had to go get him. And when they brought him to Troy, he used the bow and arrow of Hercules to kill Paris. So see how these things all work out. Peleus. Peleus is the is one half of a mixed marriage. He's the god, he's the Greek king part. He's a Greek king marrying a minor goddess. And it's at their wedding that this whole thing with the judgment of Paris takes place. And they will become the parents of Achilles. Okay. And what's her name? I forgot. Her name is Thetis. In fact, she's in she's in the column. Oh. No, she's not. I was thinking she was a cross from it, but she's not. Athetus, her name is. All right. What about Pyrrhus? Mm. Pyrrhus is the son of Achilles, who is, his name also is Neoptolemus, which means new war. And he uh, ends up murdering King Priam at the end of the Trojan War. Sinon. A spy. He's a spy that gets the Greeks, convinces them to bring the wooden horse into the city. Okay. Turnus. Aeneas's adversary, whom he fights uh, in Italy. And Venus. Uh, Aphrodite. Yep. She is, and the reason she's mentioned, she got the golden apple. And she's also mentioned because she's Aeneas's mother. But uh -huh. she actually succeeded in getting the, uh, the golden apple. All right. One to the right hand side now Achilles. Oh, one with the real. Fragile ankle, <laughs> the Achilles heel. Okay, yes, yes, yeah. that's a good point. He is the strongest of the Greek heroes in Troy, the best fighter, but he has one vulnerable spot, and that's in his heel. Yeah, and, and that's, that's how he will talk be talk about the Achilles. the Achilles. That's his Achilles heel, heel you know. Right. You talk about. Or you talk about uh, people who are runners and so forth. You might hear someone talk about their Achilles tendon, mm -hmm. and it's the same thing. It's that part of your heel that has that heel cord coming down. Twenty minutes before the top of the hour here. Thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. Thank you, sir. Uh okay, Aeneid. 
I should have underlined that probably. If I didn't, looks like I didn't. The Aeneid Jerry, is a I book. don't see where you are. Oh, I'm on. I've started the second column now. So go all the way up to the top of letter A, and you'll see Alba Longa. Go across from that, or the next one you'll probably see is Achilles. The next one you'll probably see is Aeneas, and then the next one you'll probably see is Aeneid. Oh, okay. So every other one now, Carla, probably is going to be what we're reading. Okay. So the Aeneid is a what? Another epic poem. It's an epic poem. It's a book, yeah, written by? Virgil. Virgil. If you take Latin for, you will read the Aeneid, probably. Okay, Anchises. And he is his father. Colchis. Mm. We don't know any of these. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. You'll learn them. Colchis is a priest. He's a Greek priest who uh, often makes prophecies. He's like a prophet. So, like, he's the one that tells them they have to kill Iphigenia to get to Troy. He's the one that tells Achilles the reason there, there's a plague is because Agamemnon ticked off uh, his girlfriend's father. And he always, you know, gives prophecies, you might say. All right, Dida. Everybody should know that one now. Uh -huh. Queen of Carthage. Yep, that's Aeneas's main squeeze. <laughs> Queen of Carthage. Uh, and she had a they had a love affair and she commits suicide when he leaves. Aww. I always thought she I always thought Aeneas got ripped off because she was a much more interesting woman than poor Lavinia, who's kind of eh, kind of nothing, <laughs> has no personality at all. But there is a story later on. There's a story that Ovid tells that after Aeneas and Lavinia are married, Dido's sister comes and visits Aeneas because she's running off from her wicked brother and it ticks Lavinia off and she plans to murder her. <gasps> and, and you can't picture this little milk toast kind of woman doing something like that. But uh, anyway, that's, that's a story that you can read. Uh, uh, who is Eris? Eris. You know, we haven't had some of these for a long time. So, Eris is the goddess of discord. Oh. And she's the one that threw the golden apple into the middle of the feast. Remember that? By the way, what is that golden apple probably really? What do people think it really was? You remember? Mm. Something you all probably have an experience with every morning. <laughs> if not, if not every morning, probably at Christmas time, you do. Orange juice? Orange? It's an orange, probably. They think the golden apples were really oranges. Oh. Yeah. yeah. All right, Hector. Good, brave Trojan. Greatest Trojan leader, right. Homer. The first blind, blind man, first blind man to ever make good. <laughs> if Thomas Kaufman lived back in those days, he would be a Homer because he would be a minstrel. He would be a person that could you know, sing and play songs and so forth. Uh, yeah, so he's a poet. Whether he was really blind or whether he really existed, we don't know, but supposedly he was blind and wrote the Iliad and the Odyssey. Yeah. Iphigenia. Uh, Iphigenia. Daughter of Agamemnon. Yep. And what happened to her? He threw her off a cliff. Well, yeah, I think actually he chopped her head off. But yes, he murdered her anyway. Yes. Oh. So that why? Why did he murder her? Some prophecy. Yep. He had to murder her so the winds would blow so they could sail to Troy. But his wife never forgave him for it. Mm -hmm. All right. Laocoon. Hmm. He's the guy that that uh, tried to keep the Trojans from taking the wooden horse into the city, and he got killed by snakes 
for doing that. Huh. Okay. Um, Lavinia. Oh, we talked about her. It's Aeneas' wife in Italy. Menelaus. Mm-hmm. Helen's husband. Helen's husband. Agamemnon's brother, right? A pretty good guy, evidently. People seem to. Sorry, did him. we talk about Lavinium? Yes, Lavinium is a city that Aeneas built named after his wife, Lavinia. Remember, because I said we'd call a city Carlatium if, if, you, uh, if your husband built you a city. <laughs> or Musium. If get married, so they'll do that. Yeah, that would be something, wouldn't it? You have a city <laughs> named after you forever. Uh, couldn't get them when they changed the name of Heinz Field to um, Aperture Field. I couldn't get them to make it Lengua Learn Field. So uh, that would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I thought when I left Westminster High, they'd name my room after me, but no, they didn't <laughs> do it. I thought the school would stop when I left, but no, it kept going. So, anyway, Oath of Tenderus. Now that's a hard one. Does anybody remember that? Mm-hmm. Remember that all the people who wanted to marry Helen swore an oath that when her father picked the guy that he wanted her to marry, that they would defend her or back him up, back her husband up, if anything ever went wrong. And so that's why all the Greeks had to come to the Trojan War. When she got abducted, they had to come and help Menelaus get her back, or at least avenge her uh, running off. Uh, Palladium. That's a statue of Athena that had to be taken out of Troy before Troy could fall. And it was stolen by a couple guys. Paris, not France now. (sighs) You all should know this one. That's the guy that stole Helen away. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was a, quite a lover, evidently. He was quite a hunk, as you would say. But that's about all. He wasn't much good other than that. Uh, real handsome. And that's about it. Uh, Priam. King of Troy. Yep. Old King of Troy. Here's another one you won't remember. I'm not surprised. Protocilius. <laughs> that's the guy. Remember they said the first guy that lands when they get to Troy will be the first one to die. And all the Greeks hung back. They were afraid to jump off the ship. But he just got up and said, okay, I'll go first. And he jumped off the ship and was the first one to die. And he's the one that his wife was so distraught at his death that the gods said, you can go back for an hour and be with her. And then you have to go back to the underworld. But of course, when he went back to the underworld, she was even more distraught than ever. And so she committed suicide. So it's a, one of those real happy stories uh, in mythology, like you like. Huh. Schliemann. Everybody should know who Schliemann is. Huh. He's a German. Oh, he discovered the city of Troy. Yes, he discovered this. He's, he started archaeology. He's the father of archaeology. He discovered that there was some basis for the stories about the Trojan War. Yes. Fetus. Uh, That's Achilles' mother. Achilles' mother, right. And Ulysses. Uh, Shrewd Greek. Right. Trickiest of the Greeks. And he's also called, what is the other name that he's called by? In Latin, he's called Ulysses. In Greek, he's called... Um, Ulysses and... Odysseus. 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 Yes, Odysseus. That's it. Virgil. Virgil um, wrote the um, Odyssey. Wrote no, but the, you're close. He wrote the Aeneid. Sorry, he wrote the Aeneid. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. okay, now, we letter B I'm not going to do because if you do letter C, you will have done letter B, really. So let's look at letter C real fast. The story of the Trojan War begins at the wedding of blank, the mortal king. I forgot already. (laughs) Peleus, Peleus, the mortal king, and blank, a minor goddess. 
Thetis. Yep, Thetis, a minor goddess. Very good. At this wedding, blank rolled a golden apple into the middle of the celebration. The queen of discord, whatever her right. name is. Eris, her name is. Okay. Blank, blank, and blank wanted this apple. Um, Aphrodite. Yep. Athena. Right. And uh, who's the other one? Aphrodite, Athena. And Hera. Hera. If you're going to use the Greek names, Roman names will be uh, Juno, Venus, and uh, uh, Minerva. Yeah, they wanted this apple. And blank judged this beauty contest. Paris. Yeah, Paris. Very good. Blank offered blank as a prize and won. Mm -hmm. Aphrodite offered yep. Helen as You're a right. prize. Right. Okay. Actually, what she all what she actually offered was the most beautiful woman in the world as his wife. All right. The most beautiful woman in the world was mm -hmm. Helen of Troy. Helen, the wife of Menelaus. Menelaus, king of. Hmm. Who is he king of? Sparta. Oh. Sparta. This is, by the way, before the Spartans got their bad reputation they had later on about being real strict and militaristic and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. All right. She eloped with blank. Mm -hmm. Paris. Paris, which caused the Trojan War. Okay. Number seven. Because of the blank, all Greece came to support blank. Because of the blank. The agreement they signed, whatever. Yes, the oath of Tinderus. Because oh, of so. the oath of Tinderus, all Greece came to support Menelaus. Menelaus, the injured husband. Okay. To make the winds blow, blank sacrificed his daughter, blank. Mm -hmm. Agamemnon, Agamemnon and yep. Iphigenia. Agamemnon and Iphigenia. Good. Blank was left behind on an island because of a smelly wound. Hmm. We forgot. Philoctetes or Philoctetes. Hmm. Okay. His possession of blank ensured his recall to Troy 10 years later. Uh, the arrow. bow and arrow of Hercules? Yes. Yes. Okay. When the Greeks arrived at Troy, blank was the first to die. Mm, don't know. Protocilius. Blank was the commander of the Greek forces. Agamemnon. Yep. Blank was the cleverest of the Greeks. Ulysses. Yes. Blank was the best fighter. Achilles. Right. Of the Trojans, Blank was the old king. Priam. Priam. Blank was the real commander of the Trojan forces. Hector. Yep. And oh. Blank was the only leader to escape from Troy at the end of the war. Uh-oh. Hmm. Aeneas. That's the guy that becomes the ancestor of the Romans. That's actually not really true. There was another guy named Antinor who also escaped, but Aeneas is the most important one. Okay. During the 10th year of the war, blank killed blank <laughs> and dragged his body around the walls of Troy. Uh, um, Achilles killed Hector. You're right, exactly. For Troy to fall, the blank must be taken from Troy. The statue of Athena. That's right, the Palladium. 
Okay. Blank must come to Troy. Uh, Pyrrhus, that's Achilles' young son. He must come and he will be the guy that ends up murdering Priam. Hmm. All right. The blank must be brought to Troy. The bow and arrows of Hercules. Okay. And the bones of somebody must be brought to Troy. That's a new one. I don't know. <laughs> the bones of Pelops. Pelops is an ancestor of uh, of Agamemnon. Don't ask Can me. Can you spell that one? P E L O P S. No. Okay. The you got four Greek, more minutes to go. How much? Two? Four. Oh, four. Okay, good. The Greeks built the Trojan horse and then pretended to. sail away okay uh blank tried to prevent the trojans from taking the horse into the city laocon laocon yes he was killed for his pains blank was the greek spy whose mission was to get the uh i said i said uh greeks i should have said get the trojans to take the horse into the city he succeeded Sinon. After the fall of Troy, blank, Aeneas' first wife was lost. Do you remember what his first wife's name was? Uh, Anchises or something like that? That's his father. No, Creusa. Oh. <laughs> All right. After leaving Troy, Aeneas went to blank. He goes to Thrace. Okay, but the land was cursed. He had to go on to another place to consult the oracle, that is to Delphi. So he goes to Delphi to consult the, or I'm sorry, not to Delphi, to Delos. He goes to Delos to consult the oracle. They didn't have the Delphi one yet, maybe. I don't know. Two more minutes to the top. All right, I'm going to stop there. Now, what I'd like for you to do next week, if you want to, is to do your perfect tense, uh, do that exercise that has perfect and imperfect in it uh and if you feel like doing your principal parts test you can it's up to you it's a self-test you can look at your sheet to get the answers and next week i'm going to give you guys a trojan war test which you can take on your own just to see how much you didn't learn about the trojan war um and then uh then we will bury the trojan war in oblivion forget it All right. And so uh, see you next week. And uh, I think we've covered everything. So thank you, Tom. Talk to you guys next week.